In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, I think it's uh, fair to assume that this Christmas, all of us in some way would like a proper healthy dose of good news. Uh, Good news has been hard to come by. Um, I'm aware how many of us are waiting for good news in all sorts of ways. News that uh, that family reunion can go ahead. News of that operation can actually go ahead after so many delays. You know, maybe you're thinking, God, if you're there, please, can we have some good news? It's been hard to come by. And in fact, it seems we've had far more bad news, of course. Uh, That dreaded O word, I'm not going to say it, but that's just the latest uh, bad news, isn't it? And other events have no doubt shaken us over the past year. Uh, Not far from here, we had the the death of a young lady, Sabina Nessa, an awful, evil event, which leaves uh, many questions. Not least, for her family this Christmas, could anything possibly be good news to them? Could anything? And here we find ourselves on a Sunday evening in a church building, or watching online, uh, singing songs and hearing readings, Uh, about something that happened, it's told a long time ago in a place very far from here. And we'd be forgiven for thinking, well, yeah, this is nice, but, I mean, would I say I've come to the right place for good news? I mean, actual good news that literally changes for the better my, uh, my dread or my dreams or anything in my diary for that matter. In preparing this talk, I've been asking myself that question. Have we come to the right place for good news? Uh, Several years ago, I had a three-month job um, selling charity Christmas cards. And it was a fun job. I loved it. I recommend it. It was brilliant. Um, We had dozens of different designs all laid out in this church. And it turns out we can take a long time to choose our Christmas cards. I didn't realize that. A long time. Uh, Now, one of the first card designs that uh, was sold out of and we had to restock because it just went off the shelf so quickly. What was that? 
It was the cards with a picture of Brussels sprouts, of course. Brussels sprouts. Now, I get it. It brings a laugh, and that's brilliant, and we need to laugh. Yes, please. That would be great. But that Christmas card has somewhat been haunting me ever since. Sprouts are nice to have. That's debatable. But ultimately changes our life? Not at all. Of course. Is Christmas actually any different to that? And that question can nag away at us even if we've gone to church all our life. And maybe you're feeling that tonight. Maybe that's you. Or you're dropping into church for the first time. And maybe you're feeling that too. Is Christmas actually good news? Or is it about as effective as Brussels sprouts? Well, the Christmas story story tells us explicitly, it claims explicitly that it is good news. Uh, In uh, the reading, the reading that we had uh, written out in the middle of the booklet there, uh, the author, a guy called Luke, he claims that shepherds heard it said to them from above, uh, shepherds, do not be afraid, I bring you good news. So Christmas claims to be good news. Uh, So is it? Well, let's think this through. And first we'll think about the word news, and then about the word good. So first of all, in what sense is Christmas news? Uh, That word news, I suppose at its most basic, simply means uh, a report of a recent event. Something has happened, something has changed. Now that straight away cuts against the grain, really, of how Christianity is often perceived. Uh, We can easily put Christianity in the bracket of religion, and religion is often thought of, especially nowadays, uh, you know, uh, advice or inspiration or rules, that kind of thing. And that's understandable. Uh, but do we see that news is very different to uh, advice or inspiration or rules? Very different. So think of it. Um, when you're afraid, like the shepherds were, when you're afraid, I'd argue it is better to get good news than to get good advice. So, for example, if we are afraid of what 2022 might bring, what would be better at calming our fears? Would it be news or advice? Would you prefer news that the booster works 100% or advice to just stay at home? News can help us more than advice can because something has happened, something has changed. And that first Christmas, there was news. Um, Here, that news is referring to something very specific, which is the birth of a person, the person to be known as Jesus. And helpfully, the Bible is very plain in telling us that we're dealing with an actual historical event, Uh, meaning not myth, uh, not fiction, and certainly not just advice or inspiration, rather historical events. And this is backed up by historians. I mean, we could spend ages looking in vain for even one actual historian who thinks Jesus never existed. Historians agree he was a real person. And if that raises questions for you, you can look into it quite easily. Or we may have questions about um, the authorship of this account about Jesus. How was it compiled? How was it recorded in history? Uh, All good questions and all actually with good answers. The foundation is very strong and we can look into it if that would help us. So the word news tells us or reminds us that Christmas is all about a real event, the birth of a real person in history, Jesus Christ. 
And you know, of course, it's very possible to grow up a whole life uh, hearing loads about Christmas, perhaps, and celebrating it, uh, but not necessarily getting who Jesus is. Uh, perhaps you're like me. Um, I went to countless Christmas services as a child and teenager, and uh, I loved it. I loved the atmosphere, the candles, the singing and all that. Brilliant. Loved it. But later on in life, well, I met people who talked about Jesus in a way I'd never really come across before. And I thought, I don't think I get Jesus the way you do. I suppose I'd say I was a bit embarrassed by that, but actually I was glad. I was really glad, because if Jesus was a real man, I needed to know the real Jesus, not just something in my imagination, perhaps. So this real Jesus, this real person, Jesus. And people clearly got very excited about him at the time. And uh, soon after, you know, 2,000 years ago, very excited. And I, and I wonder if you've ever thought about why. Why did people get so excited about Jesus? He's had such an impact on history. And that's because uh, and through uh, the impact he had on his, had on his followers. There must have been something that made him so compelling. And he can't explain what happened in history without that being the case. Uh, to help us understand this, um, have a think about uh, your favourite leader, perhaps. I mean, have a think if you have them, I don't know. Um, could be in politics, could be in public life or business or whatever. Um, who is your favourite leader uh, and why? Why? What do you look for in a leader? What qualities, what principles, or what do, what do you value most? Um, I guess we would give a range of different answers, wouldn't we? Um, you might think, for me, uh, someone I want someone who's truthful. Above all, truthful. That's it. And someone else might say, uh, actually, for myself, I prefer someone who's got authority. That's what we need, authority. But someone else might say, well, no, 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 that's part of it. But I really want someone who's kind and gentle and good with people. What we find is we usually have to choose, don't we? We've got to choose because it is so, so hard to combine all those qualities we value, you know, truthful, uh, authority, and kind, and just, and fair, and yet powerful. You know, we are rubbish at combining the whole lot together. Which is so frustrating, isn't it? We're rubbish at that. But when it came to Jesus, oh, he was different. He was different. He combined qualities in a way that, frankly, no one had ever seen before. Uh, One author has put it into words how to describe this. Uh, Let me share this quotation with you. In Jesus, we see qualities and virtues we would usually consider incompatible in the same person. We would never think that they could be combined, but because they are, they are strikingly beautiful. Jesus combines high majesty with the greatest humility. He joins the strongest commitment to justice with astonishing mercy and grace. And he reveals a transcendent kind of self-sufficiency and yet entire trust and reliance on his heavenly Father. We are surprised to see tenderness, but without any weakness. Boldness, but without any harshness. Humility, but without any uncertainty, indeed accompanied by a towering confidence. Readers can discover for themselves his unbending convictions, but complete approachability, 
his insistence on truth, but always bathed in love, his power without insensitivity, integrity without rigidity, passion without prejudice. Could you even imagine that kind of person if it were not written in the Bible? I think for those of us who have have read about Jesus in the Bible, maybe we too have found Jesus captivating like that. And Christmas is a time to be captivated again by his sheer uniqueness. A human, yet not a human like any of us. The best qualities we see in humanity, yet beautifully combined and perfectly balanced. Surely something kind of impossible for humans, and yet in some way the most human person ever. Astonishing. And if you've never read about Jesus in the Bible, well, you're in for a treat if you did that. And maybe a bit like his first followers, you'll find yourself asking, not just who is he, but what is he? Could he be God become man? The birth of Jesus Christ was news. News like never seen before. But then secondly, was his birth good news? Ah, that matters. Let's take a moment to focus on that part of the message as well. Good news. This is a struggle for many of us, I imagine. For a few reasons. You know, many of us are, we're bruised. We're bruised by... The horrors of seeing something like little baby Arthur on the news. Now, how can Christianity be any ultimate good in that kind of world? Or maybe we're bruised by someone close to us that's hurt us. You know, someone we thought was good for us, but has turned out to be very bad for us. We're so used to the failure of good in this world. And we're all bruised in different ways. And we can hate God for it. So here's what's important. Why was Jesus born? God come to earth. Why? Well, the purpose for why Jesus was born was to bring to us the deepest good possible. Let me explain, if we don't know. Um, After I finish, we're going to listen to a Christmas song. Uh, It's quite a new song. Uh, And the song expresses... Or the sheer wonder of God himself coming to earth. Uh, And then in the last verse expresses something of God's purpose in coming. And it's a good purpose. Here's the last verse. It says this. Unto us grace has come. Here to seek and bring the sinner home. I'll read it again. Uh, Unto us grace has come. Grace, that's of undeserved goodness. Here to seek and bring the sinner home. That's you and me, to bring us home. Or in everyday language, um, it it means God is our home. He made us and loved us. But every human being has kind of wandered off from God. We've done things our own way, done our own thing without him. And because of that, we can't get home back to God. We can't get back to him. We're stuck We're stuck in the darkness of the world of of, of hurt and evil and of fear and shame and and death, actually. And we can't get back home to him. Not on our own. We can't get home. There is nothing in us that can change our position. No matter how much we try, we we could 
eat better or exercise more or do more mindfulness. Or it may soothe the pain of life away from God, but it doesn't get us back home. So instead, God became human in Jesus, came down to the darkness to take the darkness upon himself when he was crucified unjustly, death and evil poured out over him instead of us. And because of that, he can take us out of the darkness and bring us home back to God. Jesus came for us. God came for us. Now, if that's true, that is good, don't you think? Is that the deepest good possible? I think so. If there is a God, that's got to be it. The God who made the universe came to us to deal with the darkness and to bring us back home to him, to be safe and loved in him. That's just what the shepherds were told. They were told, today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. A saviour. God came to us. I'll soon be coming to a close. But friends, tonight, I, I don't know how bruised you're feeling. I don't know how hopeful you're feeling, if at all. But what kind of Christmas do we need most? If we have loved ones, we'd love to be with them, and that would mean a lot, and I really hope that can happen. But there is only one kind of Christmas that is truly good news for us. A Christmas that's about Jesus Christ. Jesus, who brings us home to God, if we'll say yes to him. And if you're a Christian, if you're following Jesus, place your trust onto him again this Christmas. He will not let you down. You know that. And if you've never done that, but you'd want to do that, even even tonight, God would welcome you home. He would. Or if you wouldn't say that's you, do you see perhaps that the real Jesus would be good news? It's very possible to go through the whole of life without taking a closer look at Jesus. And I'd love to encourage you to do that. As a church next month, we're going to spend some time doing just that. A new look at Jesus. And anyone is so welcome to join us. Good news. It is hard to come by. But it came. It came in the form of Jesus Christ. He came to bring us home to God. Let's say a short prayer now. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you are there and that you are good. What a God you are, that you came into your world, into our darkness, to bring us home to you. Father, help us this Christmas, whether we are, whether we're new to these things or very familiar with them, however bruised or hopeful we're feeling, help our hearts to see the real Jesus as good news for us and for those we know or love. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.